There was a time when everyone ate insects. In fact, for millions of people in the world, they're still a regular part of their diet. But back in the far distant past, something happened. Perhaps a little ice age, which made insects harder to find. Perhaps the rise of farming, which made meat a lot easier to come by. Whatever it was, people in the West forgot about insects. And now, when they look at a plateful, the most likely reaction is, "Oh gosh, no! I don't want to eat that." This episode of Food Pod Denmark is about the slow but sure return of insects to Western diets, and the Danish innovators who are helping to make it happen. You're listening to Food Pod Denmark, bringing you the stories about innovative people from the Danish food cluster and how they're making a difference in the world. I'm Kath Mersch. Welcome to Food Pod. I went to a friend's birthday and I made a cake. I made some chocolate muffins, and I put some roasted mealworms in the chocolate muffins. And I saw the reactions at the guests' faces. They didn't see the insects in the beginning, but when they saw the roasted mealworms inside the muffins. Some of them screamed and let it fall, and some of them said, "Wow, this is interesting." <laughs> yeah, it split the crowd somehow. That's Lasse Henriksen, co-owner and development director at Enorm Biofactory. What he's talking about is the defining moment when he knew that insects had a future, and that his future was probably going to be insects. First, he just had to finish his bachelor degree in social science and business economy at Aarhus University. In the meantime. He practiced breeding and roasting mealworms and black soldier fly larvae on board his houseboat in Aarhus Harbour. For Lassa, it all started in 2012. At a case competition at the university, it was about sustainability and how we could use our resources better. And the winning team said that in the future we are going to produce insects in the cities because we can produce a lot of protein per square meter, so we can. Produced them in the height, a vertical farming, so to say. So I thought, okay, this is really going to be a thing, and I, I kept on hearing about it in the media, um, but nobody did anything to it. It was in the scientific world at the universities and stuff, where where they were releasing uh, scientific reports on insects and how sustainable they were. So I wanted to make it, yeah, real. Lasse launched his first products in Danish supermarkets: small jars of mealworm snacks flavored with chili or sour cream and onion. Enorm Biofactory was the next giant step. On a Friday in late November 2018, everyone who was interested was invited to the official opening. They called it Black Fly Day. By this time, Lasse was no longer alone. At an insect conference a couple of years earlier, he had met father and daughter team. Carsten Lin Pilsen and Jena Lin Sam, they became partners, and agreed that producing insects on a large scale was the only way to get the high price of food-grade insects down to a competitive level. Carsten bought an old chicken farm, and work began to convert it into a super-efficient insect factory. By 2021, the ambition is to produce 30 tons of black soldier fly larvae every day. Every day. Every day. 
Yes. Right. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> I was thinking more like <laughs> a week or a month or yeah, a, yeah 30 tons. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's that, a really big ambition. That is. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's it going to take to achieve that? Um, some luck. <laughs> no. uh, hopefully it's not based on luck. It's going to take some, some work and it will cost some money to get there also because we're going to... It's not only about producing this uh, volume of insects, it's also about processing the insects afterwards. But of course, we made some theoretical calculation on how much space it will take to breed 30 tons of larvae, but you can never scale up one-to-one, so there will be some, some challenges on the way, and it depends on how good we are at uh, solving the challenges. There are obviously some decision makers who believe the team at Enorm Biofactory has got what it takes to solve those challenges. The Danish Environmental Protection Programme is subsidising a four-year project to support the scale-up of production. Here at the start, the idea is to produce black soldier fly larvae as a high-quality protein for animal feed. The belief is that Western consumers need more time to get over their disgust and start seeing insects as a natural, healthy and tasty contribution to their diet. Enorm's knowledge partner in the Scale-Up project is the Danish Technological Institute, DTI. Lars Lau Hickman is head of DTI's Insect and Protein Technology section. A biologist who started out in freshwater ecology, today he is one of the bug industry's most vocal supporters. I started working at DTI and with, with insects about five years ago. And at that point in time, the Institute had already been working in this space uh, for a few years, uh, started back in 2012. Within that short period of time, it became more and more evident that, uh, well, the world needed new protein and that protein needed to be more sustainable. For me, this fit between something really intriguing biologically as well as something with a huge business potential and societal value, it was like lightning uh, struck me, really. There are a wide variety of insects that have, in my perspective, each their uh, niche for application, whether that be in feed or food, but many of them in food. The market and the sector is still so new that we are finding out what is the perfect match. There's still a lot that we don't know about the product. Uh, we know about the macronutritional profiles, protein, fats, fiber content, etc. But there are some nutritional or even health benefits that now starts to become evident that is in insect products. When these features are being unfolded by various research projects, it will put a new light on insects as more than just being a good source of protein, a good sustainable source of protein. It will also show that here we actually have healthy uh, food, which in that respect could make it a superfood, right? The health benefits that Lars is talking about here aren't fully proven, yet. But the signs are that certain insect nutrients could strengthen our immune system, making us less likely to go down with infections or allergies. The sustainability benefits, on the other hand, are already clear. Not only are insects extremely efficient at converting feed into food, you need a relatively small space and very little water to produce them. Looking back at the history of Western diets, Lars has an idea that climate could be the reason why the culture for eating insects disappeared in the first place. 
We had the, the little ice age during the early medieval times, which probably, it's a theory, of course, put the last nail in the coffin for insects as food in Europe when it then started becoming difficult harvesting insects because temperature had dropped and supply of that uh, diminished. And ironically, you might say that it's climate change, now not cooling down, but warming up, that forces us, quote unquote, to put insects back on the table because we need to regulate the climate in a different way so that it doesn't overheat. And we can do that by reducing our impact on how we produce food, which has a huge impact on our greenhouse gas emissions. Right now, black soldier flies are among the insects that many commercial insect farmers are betting on. Originally native to Central and South America, today they have spread to the warm regions of all continents. They have yet to reach Denmark, in the wild at least. The Enorm Biofactory has been testing production of black soldier fly larvae in one of the old farm buildings while the new modern facilities are being built. Inside the hot and stuffy test room, glass tanks are filled with larvae and flies at various stages of their life cycle. The noise inside each tank is intense. This is where I meet Thais Goulart, a PhD graduate from Brazil who is now Enorm's head of research. It's her job to build up the knowledge about breeding conditions that are key to the factory's success. From the egg to a fly could be could vary from 30 to 50 days. It depends uh, about the temperature you're creating them. So how long do the flies live for? It also depends. It could be from one week to one month or two, depends on uh, sugar. Do you know how many eggs one fly can lay? Yes. It's from 700 to 900, and could be even more. But I think it's 700, it's a good number. So for us, it's about collecting as many eggs as possible per cubic meter of fly cage. Um, so this is how we are measuring our own success. And it's easy enough in a very small environment like we have in here, with small cages, with relatively few flies, to give them a good environment and to control and because we can look at them all the time and we can change stuff um, but it is we cannot just multiply this by a hundred or by a thousand and then say okay then we can do this it, it is always easy to, to have a to have living animals in a smaller scale than in a larger scale something happens Several large halls have been built at the factory, and more are planned. They will house the millions of insects needed to reach the 30-ton-a-day production goal. At one end, a shower room has been installed for the staff. Because once production is up and running, protecting the flies and larvae from unwanted bugs and bacteria will be vital. Although Lassa is open about the challenges that still lie ahead, Enorm Biofactory has already solved many others. One of them has to do with the feed. So what do you feed them with? We're feeding the insects with waste streams from the food industry. It could be brewery waste or waste from when you produce potato starch or rapeseed cake. It's the leftovers from when you press rapeseed oil. Big amounts, big volumes of, of these waste streams, they are today, in Denmark at least, they are put into uh, biogas chambers and so we're making energy out of them. But if we can make protein, we will get more value out of the waste products. 
And they are approved for use for livestock feed. They, there are some requirements for the, the waste streams that we're using and they should all be traceable. So we cannot use something that has been uh, thrown into the bin and then collect it and, and use it again. So the organic waste that we have from households is not allowed as insect feed, even though it would suit perfectly for insect feed, but we have no traceability at that point. So it, uh, it's a key word, it's traceability. Whether insects are used directly in our food or used for animal feed, the law requires transparency and traceability in the whole food chain. That includes the use of insect manure as an agricultural fertiliser. If insects have eaten random food waste, then even their dung is seen as a threat to food safety, as the law stands. In fact, until recently, each EU country was free to decide whether to permit insects in food or not. Denmark was one of the countries that did. This was finally harmonised in a new novel food regulation in January 2019, which allows approved insects to be sold throughout the EU. Because of that, insects now rank as farmed animals alongside cows, pigs and poultry. While this is a positive step forward, Laszlo Heckman hopes that EU legislators will eventually do more. Much of the legislation, we should not change in that regard, that it really protects the European consumer and ensures that it's safe products that go to market. And the insect sector is, is all pro that, for sure. But some of the legislation that is available has not been built, so to speak, for insects. It's been built for pigs and cows and fish. They are vertebrates. They have different biology than invertebrates like insects. We need customized legislation for insects. Luckily... They can be placed in a box now with the pigs and uh, the poultry as farmed animals, so we can work with them commercially, but it's not the right home for them. On top of working on the scale-up of production, the Technological Institute has helped Enorm out with its EU novel food application. With this approval in hand, Enorm's black soldier fly larvae are free to go on food menus all over the EU. That's the long-term goal, at least. Here at the beginning... The larvae will be ground into flour and sold as a fish meal substitute for animal feed. The oil, which contains many of the same nutrients as fish oil, will also go to the feed industry. Until the time comes, that is, when Western consumers have rediscovered their ancient love of insects. Where most consumers accept the notion of a chicken or a fish having eaten insects, uh, for food, there's still a lot of dissemination ahead of us. But we do still see over the last couple of years that an increasing percentage of people would accept eating insects. So like two, three years ago, it was roughly like 15, 20 percent of the Danish uh, population still in, in surveys with a thousand respondents or more that would say, yes, I would consider eating insects. And then about a year and a half, two years ago already, a new survey showed that number to have increased to over 40%. So it's really moving fast. The younger population, we see an immense interest in this. Uh, particularly the millennials are uh, really focused on the climate uh, change perspectives, or how can I say, the positive impact that eating insects could have on, on climate change by reducing our, our carbon footprint uh, because it's, it's a more uh, sustainable uh, way of producing food. Lars doesn't just have to look at surveys to see that interest in insects is growing among young consumers. He can also see it at home. I can probably not say that I have not indoctrinated my children to some extent 
uh, eating insects. I have not force fed them with insects. I will, I will swear to that. And actually, they have not been hard to persuade. It's, it's a little bit ironic that it was easier for me to get my children to eating mealworms and grasshoppers and crickets, whole animals, than to getting them to eat pasta bolognese. Uh, especially if you eat something like a cricket or a grasshopper, which has a certain size, you get that taste of umami, that meaty taste. And it just triggers your reward system, your dopamine system, that here's something good, I should have more of that. It's a slow revolution <laughs> because it takes a lot of time to change food habits. And if we in the future should eat chicken, pigs, fish that are raised on insects, then it would also make sense for us to see insects as something delicious or something better than soy or fish meal. So it makes also sense to feed insects to humans. Before long, the Enorm biofactory will have the first tons of black soldier fly larvae ready for sale. In the meantime, if you're interested in trying some of Enorm's insect snacks, you might be lucky to find a jar in a Danish supermarket or health food store. Otherwise, you can order them from their web shop. Thanks go to Lasse Hinrichsen and Lars Nau Heckman for taking part in this episode of Foodpod. If you're interested in finding out more, you can find links and pictures on our website, foodpod.dk. Foodpod is produced with music and audio optimization by Johnny Kuhn. Hosting and social media management by Jan Siason. Interviews and story production by me, Kath Mersch. Thanks for listening. And if you liked what you just heard, please share it. Foodpod will be back soon with more innovative stories from the Danish food cluster.